0: Welcome to Radio 5G, where we sort fact from fiction, conspiracy from falsehood, reality from the unknown, and by doing so, we change the collective consciousness of humanity. A production of CosmicReality.com. And welcome to Radio 5G's Other Voices, where we play videos on a variety of subjects from people you may or may not know. This recording will air on September 6, 2023. We have three clips, all from Rumble. All three discuss troublesome subjects such as the 5G link to COVID, parasites and cancer, and the spiking deaths in young people. All three give specific advice on what to do. The first one we're going to look at is uh, entitled The Band Video They Don't Want You to See. It's uh, Mark Steele being interviewed by New Zealander Samantha Edwards. And it's on the Mark Steele station. Mark Steele, one word. The second one is Parasites, A New Paradigm, with Dr. Lee Merritt on the medical rebel station, medical rebel station. Um, the third one is why are young people dying at alarming rates? And that's on the Russell Brand st- station, and it's Russell Brand uh, telling you some, some stark, stark figures. But this is not a downer show. <laughs> This is actually one where you get some really, really concrete information, I mean specific information on these subjects. And then we luckily have very, very, uh, just you have to say brilliant people who are discussing what you can do to make the changes so that we don't have to have these kind of conversations. Now. The first one is going to be Mark Steele. And I got to tell you, if there's any real point in my life where hope came in, and hope came in in a big way, it was when I met Mark Steele. Mona Radler had her, him on her show and said, you need to talk to this guy. So I contact him. I don't really know. I know he's talking about uh, 5G because... We had started up the Radio 5G show, and yet I, I knew very little. I did not hear the uh, interview before I got in contact with him. And I've got to tell you, this guy, he, he, he filled me with such joy because he was the first person, honestly, that I had ever spoken to that could understand what I was saying regarding the dangers of 5G. Um, when he spoke I mostly understood what he was saying but he was just like he understood what I was saying and could come back and tell me things I had no idea about and he was he just made me excited again about you know maybe we can turn this around and he at the time when I met him we did a couple of shows and one of the shows was with Sasha, St- well actually yeah, Sasha Stone on my, my uh, Cosmic Reality Radio and Sasha Stone had <laughs> gotten somehow or another Mark and they he had gotten together and he honestly says in the interview that uh, he thought Mark was a quack but Mark was able to pull out a piece of equipment and then in front of Sasha Stone show that what, what exactly in scientific terms what this thing did and what it was made to do and because this piece of equipment was there physically in Stone's face now he's realizing that this crazy guy is not crazy at all and so, so a number of things had to come together for them to get to that point And one of them was that our friend Mark Steele was bitching at somebody that was putting this equipment in a light fixture in England. Don't you know what you're doing? You're killing people and yelling at him. And the guy got so mad at him that he took the piece of equipment he had in his hand and threw it at Mark. And that's how the physical evidence came to be. Now, to me, that's like a gift from God or, you know... Holy Spirit, the higher self Marx Hires I don't know, but it was something that was definitely within the realm of the metaphysics, okay, something very odd, that this happened, this guy threw a piece of equipment to the one man in the world that would understand what it really was to tell the world. So, but the first thing is, is that Gateshead was a town that was the government agreed to become one of these smart cities with all this 5G stuff in it. And that's why the the lights were being put up, they were being put up with the 5G antennas hidden in them. And Mark lived in the town up next to Gateshead. I mean, it's the first city in Great Britain. And the only guy that, you know, could know what it was and do something about it was in the next town over. So right from the get-go, you go, you know, what's this all about? And one time on one of the shows, because I had many many after that, those first two, but I had many shows with him, and he, at one point he said, Nancy, when I was a child, he said, I would pick up a, a piece of paper and try to figure out how you can make it into a weapon. He said, everything I looked at, it was making into a weapon. And he did. He went on to become, which he was accredited, two judges, they brought him up on terrorist charges, and two judges let him go. Uh, and said, he's, he's absolutely an authority, and you have to know, you know, listen to what he's saying. So, what I want, what, what, what Mark was so serious. Mark was a, you know just on a, a, a mission, but this video we're gonna see just tickled me because I never saw Mark laugh like he laughs through this, and I know that he and I the last conversation we had was spiritual on spirituality in this particular situation we're in, and I know that he's found what so many of us have found that it's a spiritual battle that we are winning and if we sit back we have to laugh because laughter is what they can't take so here we go with Mark Steele and Samantha Edwards
1: Hi out there, today I have the privilege of speaking with Mark Steele a man who's doing some amazing work over in the UK not only is he an electronic weapons expert, he's worked in projects with the UK Ministry of Defence, he's a knowledgeable scientist, studied psychology, but above all, he's a powerful crusader for truth and justice. So I wanted to talk to him not only so that we could learn from him, but also because he's been achieving some great results over there in resisting the agenda. So I'd quite like to know how he does that. <laughs> I would imagine it's probably got something to do with his unreserved fearlessness. Anyway, I'm very honoured to be able to welcome Mark Steele. Hi, Mark. Thanks for joining us today.
2: Hi, Samantha. Good, good to be here. Uh, and uh, where, where we're streaming from? It's New Zealand, isn't it? Yes. Australia.
1: Well, n- not exactly. Uh, it's a little bit further south.
2: Maybe yeah, further south, bit of an island off the uh, off the coast. Ooh, oh, there's some having dangerous bit of words of,
1: around these having
2: places. Having a bit of trouble <laughs> over there as well. Yeah, well, we're having trouble over, all over the world. But there's a yeah. there's a major issue going on. Uh, we've got some globalists uh, seeming to be wanting to be running everything, mm. and I've noticed. I knew we were in quite a bit of trouble in about 2016 when we started to see a lot of these uh, LED um, lights being put up and no diffuser, most optical radiation emitters, uh, are, well all optical radiation, artificial optical radiation is a hazard and we started to see uh, street furniture lights being put up by local authorities with no diffusers. Things which would cause, cause uh, point light source, which would be pretty problematic and pretty toxic. So had monochromic type lights. These LEDs are blue phosphor coated. They're basically uh, toxic for all biological life. That's not me not saying that. That's in the science. Optical radiations hazard. These are monochromic. The blue phosphor coated LEDs are pretty toxic. They attract all insects, pollinators. All biological life is under attack from that particular type of light source. It's not safe at all in any way, shape or form. And the fact it's not safe, and then they actually took the diffuser off where you had high pressure sodium which were about two thousand two hundred Kelvin. These things are six, seven thousand you know, you get some anything from four to seven, eight thousand Kelvin. Extremely dangerous, biologically toxic. So I knew in two hundred sixteen there was a problem because all of the standards and the regulations had been basically thrown in the bin, and nobody was talking about it. All they were talking about was saving saving the planet, kill everything, but let's save the planet. Saving the planet, uh, let's reduce our carbon footprint and kill everything at the same time. Let's bring uninsurable, uh, toxic optical radiation emitters into your streets, into your schools, into your homes, uh, but let's not talk about it. Now when I'm talking about the ones in pe- most most LEDs in people's homes have actually got a diffuser or they're in a ceiling uh uh element with a diffuser. So they've got you know they've got a lens over the end which protects you from what's called point light. also yeah. it's something that you do not want. So I knew we were in trouble in two sixteen, um, when they put the lights in, I also knew quite a bit about directional weapon systems Something the industry, the military and the industrial military complex do not want you to know about. These weapons came out of uh, Germany after the Second World War operation paperclip. A lot of the frequencies were used on camp inmates to cause a number of different detrimental health effects. Diabetes, for instance, that can occasion diabetes by hitting you with a two point four gigahertz frequency and that is the blanket coverage for most it's an unlicensed spectrum. So your deck phone, your wifi, mostly 2.4 gigahertz. So we get a lot of people get diabetes. Whenever I, you know, find out that anybody's got diabetes, I always tell them to switch your wifi off. You'll be fine. Doctors don't know that doctors have been this information is being kept from doctors. They'll what they'll do. They will treat you with drugs. They'll give you things to mediate and mitigate your diabetes symptoms when all they need to do is try and protect you from non-ionising radiation emissions in your home. We also have the whole you know, virus narrative. Electromagnetic radiation causes virus-type symptoms. Um, mm-hmm. It's an immune system suppressor. Any pathogen that you have carrying in your body, obviously, if I depress your immune system, you're going to be open to all sorts of things, cancers. The radiation also causes oxidative stress, so you get cancer from it. Uh, Your government will tell you it's perfectly safe, by the way, which it isn't. Non-ionising radiation, they will tell you to stay out of the sun. Sun's accumulated for that time, you end up getting skin cancer. The same part of the spectrum, your government will tell you it's perfectly safe, it's fine. It's not. It's not naturally occurring. We are symbiotic with naturally occurring radiation. We're not symbiotic with man-made and the difference for man made, it's pulse modulated. It comes in a number of different types of waveforms, which are totally unnatural, brit you know, very much, um, you know, like GMO, genetically modified foods, which are pretty toxic. These are no difference. You've got, um, these type of waveforms, which you're not used to. They're totally foreign to you. They're pretty poisonous. And that's why we're seeing massive increases in cancer. Cancer risks going stratospheric
1: right.
2: you'll see a lot more of that
1: is this non ionizing radiation that you're talking about what we call five g basically is that like
2: there's two parts there's what what your government will tell you but what a normal sci- let's see uh, the average scientist will tell you non ionizing radiation doesn't have enough energy in the photon, so in that part of the spectrum. The photon doesn't carry enough energy for it to cause ionisation. Which the movement, it's the it's the ionisation of a structure. So let's say molecules or atoms. There's not enough energy to get an ion to move off the, the uh, you know off the structures. Consequently, but that's not true. This is a, a very uh, let's say schoolboy um, error when it comes to uh, ionising non-ionising radiation. The ionizing radiation, we all know, is very dangerous, right? It causes this, you know, oxidative stress, which we all know people get cancer from this. Non-ionizing radiation is accumulative over time. And that's where this whole narrative is false, where you get it from these scientists, where they'll tell you there's not enough energy in that part of the spectrum. Non-ionizing radiation, right, is accumulative over time, so consequently the oxidative stress that you would receive, right, because it, it's all about it 's all about time and immersion in this type of field. The more radiation I expose you to, the more risk there is to the person. So these non ionizing radiation emitters, which they say are perfectly safe, a lot of the regulatory bodies, the international standards on them are time sensitive so let's say INP, which all of the equipment installed. Supposedly, in a country, is supposed to be IKNB. It's got to follow the guidance from IKNB, the International Regulatory Body on Non-ionising Radiation Protection. Mm-hmm. However, they're time sensitive. All of these transmitters on 24/7. So none of them, none of them adhere to the ICNURB guidelines. Zero. The other major issue that is keep talking about. Everybody's talking about global warming and climate change, and your Councils, your government talk about climate change and how dangerous it is and how much of a risk it is to you, and that's why they want to take out your car. However, they just install a load of equipment that emits microwave radiation. That energy has to go somewhere
1: mm-hmm.
2: in the far field. So, the the farther away you are from that antenna, also in the in the near field, the breach obviously ignore you know, guidelines because of the amount of radiation that these antennas emit. But they say that's safe because on a mast, now far enough away from you, not to cause any harm. So they say the reality of it is in the far field. So the further distance from that antenna, the microwave radiation energy has to go somewhere. And what that does, depending on the frequency, your body absorbs it. If you've had the shot, it absorbs it even more due to the particulates. because basically you become a receiver. Mm. So I'm spraying lots of radiation in the environment, you've taken a shot with Nanoa you're then a receiver for it, you'll reflect it back out. So you basically become a what's called a radio frequency identity tag so they can track you in your city. They can follow you through your city because what they're after you see a local council of government want the data. Mm-hmm. In reality what they're really trying to do, the World Economic Forum wants you dead. Mm-hmm. By increase that toxicity from the radiation. <clears throat> with these nano nanoparticulates, then I'm going to increase the radiation impact significantly. Right. You basically become an antenna yourself. Yes. You're getting back to these scanners. These scanners are radar. We all know radar causes cancer. It's a class one cancer-causing radiation. Not as you're being told, it's not. You, you know, the, the, World Economic, the World Health Organization categorized this type of radiation as a class 2B. It's not. It causes cancer, period. We'll get all of this bullshit and nonsense coming out of the World Health Organization, the, the uh, ICNERB guidelines. ICNERB's are captured agency that belongs to the industry. I mean, they just can't tell you that how dangerous this equipment is because, um, you know, they'd all be out of work. Consequently, they're going to lie the as best they possibly can. Governments, unfortunately, are pathological liars. They said that the vaccine was safe and effective. We know that was a lie, a total abject lie. Well, that pathological liar's, and they tell you that 5G is safe. That's also a pathological lie because the fact is, 5G, it's not 4G. 4G is a telecommunication system. 5G is a directional weapon system, and that's what they have been currently installing right across the West. These antenna design, which can cause focused beams in air where I can stack the photons, I can cause ionisation. Not only can I cause ionisation, I can kill you with it. I can actually cause a temperature increase inside the body using a sub-gigahertz weapon. And one of the main blanket coverages for 5G is sub-gigahertz. So that has got a longer wavelength. Those longer wavelengths penetrate the body more successfully. So consequently, I can actually target some of the organs in your body due to the dielectric properties that they have. So the cause of an increase of energy in a particular shape, size, depending on the wavelength, and then I can modulate that frequency and I can cause a vibration, so I cause a temperature increase, very similar to what happens inside a microwave oven, but a little bit less power. You see, the real trick with this equipment, I don't need a lot of power to kill you. I mean, I can kill you with a lot of power, but I don't necessarily need that. I just need the specifics of the directive properties of an organ, I need to have a penetrating part of the spectrum, so the sub-gigahertz, so I can get into the body, into the organ, and then I can basically kill you when you wouldn't even know I was killing you. Because you haven't got the sensors inside the body. See, the, right. the part of 5G network, which is the millimetre waves, you'd get a temperature increase on the skin, and probably a little bit below the skin, maybe, you know, maybe it's a centimetre. However, in the sub gigahertz, which is the main blanket coverage for five G, this is the thing the industry hate. the focality of it, focusing that sub gigahertz, I mean absolutely lethal weapons by the way, these are lethal weapon systems. Sub gigahertz focused on a body and I'll cause a temperature increase and you die uh and you probably wouldn't even know what was killing you yeah so the fitness equipment all over it's on every single street light we have a company there's a, com- there's a company i think in australia called telestra you've got telestra telenza harvard lots of different technologies all situated on top of street furniture mm-hmm. so this apart from the toxic led lights they have what's called a control management system that your local authorities being bought into you government board into it for climate change so they can reduce the energy that, they, that the light uses, however it's not really a control, well it is a control management system of the population it's to control and exterminate to depopulate they call it depopulation, I call it extermination just to play on words so they're going to exterminate an awful lot of people and you see when I came across this in about two thousand two sixteen, they put the equipment in I had a lot of trouble. And then in about 2017, I got my hands on the actual piece of hardware that they'd installed in the streetlights. And it was interconnected with people in local authorities who were working with uh, some Chinese assets, military assets. I then contacted all the regulatory bodies, you know, MI5, MI6. and then contacted COBRA, British government. I made uh, a number of uh, presentations to them. So the British government, no that your local authority has actually installed this equipment and it's going to kill you. And in 2018, when they took me to court to try and gag me, so I was telling people that the equipment would kill you, and the government said they had to gag me because I was frightening people because they actually believed us. I mean, the people actually believed what I was telling them, that the government was trying to right. kill them. So the government had to try and gag as well. It was a total disaster <laughs> for them.
1: I know. No Instead you I was... won. How did you do that?
2: Yeah. Well, they said I was a conspiracy. Well, I'm, I'm not a conspiracy. Th- well, there is a conspiracy, right? Theory is a, a set of scientific facts. You know, you have to have some scientific basis of actually having right. a theory. You've so got this scientific theory that the government's trying to kill you. So yes, I'm a conspiracy theorist. It, in reality, their narrative for conspiracy theorists, they said I was uh, terrorizing the population by telling that the government tried to, tried to kill them. Anyway, to get us into court, I've got about 20 patents that either mitigate. I've got waveguide patents, you know, for for uh you know moving some of this uh, this technology around, so it doesn't it can't cause significant problems or it doesn't cause significant problems. So I've got a number, I've got a suite of patents. Uh, I'm an inventor, partner writer, I've got an engineering background, I've got a material sciences background, I've also done test psychology, so, and I've got a great interest in weapon systems, in directional weapon systems, electronic weapon systems, because they're all made up the secret history of uh, hit our secret weapons programs, you see. So I'm always interested in anything that's a little bit covert. I've just got that. I've got, I'm interested in things that a lot of people don't know about or maybe don't care to want to know about. So I had this quite interesting level of understanding the technology. I'd been involved in oil and gas industry. I'd been in directional weapons programs, so I knew what this stuff looked like. I had a good understanding of it. and. All of a sudden, it popped up on a streetlight outside my home. And that's when I became active and started to uh, talk to people about it. And at the time, 2016, it was a bit unbelievable. I mm-hmm. think today, a lot more believable now because people are realizing there's something extremely right. mm-hmm. underward in relation to governments, etc. So, start so ask que- people are starting to ask questions.
1: I was at a meeting a couple of days ago, and I was talking about LED incapacitators, a.k.a. puke rays that are being installed on smart poles and someone who is very much awake said well actually that's a step too far i can't believe that uh, do you have actual proof that these weapons are present on smart poles yeah yeah
2: we found some locally uh they they are here using red green and blue uh, light modulated frequency and cause pressure on the cranium which basically causes a stroke very similar. I mean, everybody knows about, you know, when you go into a building and they've got these strobe lamps and so you get the odd people that actually pass out. It's basically a pressure on the cranium. You know, the eye can't handle the energy that's actually traveling down the optic yeah. nerve. You'll get a swelling in the head and consequently, uh, you'll possibly pass out. Now, the puke ray, it was developed by the youngster. They've had them for years. I mean, that's whole, the, um you know, defense industry these This equipment goes back a lot, lot longer, and it's been used significantly. I mean, they were attacking, um, Barry Trevor will tell you, they were using uh, directional weapons systems to attack Republicans in Northern Ireland, any dissident, you know, people who mm-hmm. want demonstrations are can to attack you. And governments have used this for many, many years. That's why they keep them very, very covert, because they don't want people to know. So when the embassy staff were being attacked in Havana, the Cuban embassy got attacked in Havana, but they would already had attacks in Russia. So where you if you look at the US embassy now in London, it's got like a nice louvre type, you know, over the windows from the outside. That helps in two ways. It helps to, uh, it's a type of waveguide, so it helps to stop me from being able to interrogate the buildings so I can listen to them. These are audio, these are electromagnetic radiation uh, technologies, I can listen to what you're saying. I can definitely see you. I can most certainly see if you've had the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can basically target a choir and exterminate you. And that was the plan. The World Economic Forum plan, Klaus Schwab stated he has to get every single person vaccinated. Otherwise their life is at risk. Their life's at risk. We're, they're trying to murder us. Are trying to better the world's population. Their lives at risk until they get every single person vaccinated. So you can see they're going to come back with some other narrative to try and achieve that. Because once they get that poison inside you, they can then track you. They basically build you out as a, you know, you become a type of a capacitor. So they can actually build the energy up inside you with a nanoparticle. It's a graphite ferrous oxide. It all helps to create this energy. And this antenna emission. So you're walking around the, you know, your, your cityscape and they're basically tracking you with these, uh, with these antennas and then they can just exterminate you any, t- any time, any time. And they can do it, you know, they can really kill an awful lot of people in a very short period. And, you know, what a, what a, what a uh, interesting weapon. I mean, most weapons, governments spend fortunes on weaponry and bullets and, you know, bombs and all the rest of it. Very expensive killing people. This way, yeah. You're paying for it yourself because your local councils, your funding through your rates, your local councils, so they can murder you. And they call call it the 15-minute city, net zero, climate change emergency. So they've got a climate change emergency where they brought in this equipment that increases the temperature. So that's what microwave radiation does. And that's just its blanket coverage. That isn't well, them switching the weapon on.
1: That's what happened in Birmingham recently, was not it? Where they installed a mass of transmitters and then as a result the temperature went up and, and they called that a climate emergency. Um, yeah,
2: no. yeah. Well what they said was there was a climate there was a climate emergency and what they must do, it's so imperative, they need to get all the cars out, they need to block the city off, they need to stop people travelling around. But lo and behold, at the same time, they had actually installed a hundred and a hundred and seven thousand transmitters to every single streetlight in, in the area, and obviously started switching No correlation. No. Look <laughs> no, no, at no You can't get. But you see, this is where they're stuck. This is this is a really big one. There's two elements to this. There's a lot of people out there who are EHS sensitive, right? They're sensitive. It's microwave radiation pollution mm-hmm. syndrome. So they suffer. Serious detrimental effects. It's all that's all been logged. Obviously, a government will say it doesn't exist, but they're just liars. Um, you can prove in a court that oh, that does exist. The science shows that it exists. You get a medical, and then you can then sue your local authority for discrimination, disability discrimination. It's a really interesting case. If anybody needs any help with that, get in touch.
1: Okay, thanks. Yeah.
2: The other thing, right? Paying them. Net zero is. False, it's not true. Ionospheric radiator has caused climate change. I mean, climate change is man made. Uh, that caused ionospheric, ionospheric radiator as the work in conjunction with the and to cause a temperature increase in cityscapes across countries so they can set fire to your, your uh, agriculture. They can burn out your agriculture, you know, create droughts, either flood the place out, snow it out, or cause fires. All that's that equipment, the the defence industry by twenty twenty five will have full control of all weather domains. So your council and your government want to uh punish you for a political agenda to take everything off you. They want your money, they want your car, they want your holidays, they want your debt, like and children. Yeah. They want every. they're gonna, they're all going to execute and kill everybody. The nanoparticulates that were in the COVID-19 vaccines, they cause sterilization. Any children that have had them, there's a high probability they'll never ever be able to have be allowed children. That's genocide. We have the data on nanoparticulates well before they started injecting them into people to show the significant detrimental effect on either pregnant women or, this was well before the COVID-19, before we even got the electron microscope images of it, I knew after what happened in South Korea, when they switched 5G on in South Korea, they set fire to five cities. So that, you know, for the, the run the plan and this depopulation plan, this billionth dead, they had to come up with a better way of actually switching on 5G in a cityscape. Basically, cook people to death because what it did, it burned out the electrical grid and the weapon, the weapon's weak spot, it needs the electrical grid okay so if it took it took down the grid in south korea and five cities consequently that wasn't that wasn't very good for the weapon so then what they did they had to come up with a better idea to use a lot less power but how to use a lot less power in a cityscape without burning out the grid you have to inject something into the person's body who you're trying to kill Right. so that you can then increase the toxicity of the radiation. And therefore, that's what came along with the COVID-19 vaccines. They were well, used for trapping and weapon on the battlefield. Yeah. So I knew about that technology. I'd already made up the decision that that's the way I was going to go. And I was telling people as early as 2019 <coughs> to 2020, I got arrested at the height of the pandemic before they'd actually come out with the vaccines. And when I got arrested, I said, the, the vaccines a biochemical weapon it's it's full of nano interconnected interconnect with five g for exterminating the population. Good that thing. case didn't go very far in fact, they wouldn 't even let us in the court. I tried to go to court I had bail conditions to go to court, but I thought they wouldn't let us in the door So, because the, they didn't want us to bring in the evidence of the fact. By this time, we did actually have the electron microscope images of the actual ingredients, the nanoparticulates. That's why I say to anybody, if you've had the vaccine, there's two things you need to do. Mitigate, get out of the 5G network, pre it. If you want to test if you've had the real deal or not, you get a near the magnet and test it in and around the deltoid. Now, that's not necessarily – if it attaches – we rub it around the deltoid area and it attaches properly, you'll probably feel it. Okay, and the near the magnets are pretty heavy, get a pretty large one. So, it, you know, it gets a good hold. And if it gets a good hold, you've got an antenna and you, go go back to your medical community and ask them what it is, and you want it removing. But the most important thing, you now have an antenna, they can track you in the city, skip, and they all got exterminated. No two ways about it. So removal of 5G, it's absolutely crucial and especially the small network that's in the street furniture. The big network's not so bad, that's one up. and the building's down. The small stuff is the surgical equipment to do the the target acquisition and the kill.
1: I've heard that you've actually had some success in having some 5G cell towers removed. Something to do with um, using the angle of inadequate environmental assessment or something?
2: loads of success. We get loads of success getting these towers removed. The towers are illegal. They're a weapon system. Mm-hmm. Um any five G 5G, five G's technical prominence, direct energy and air, that's how you actually uh technically differentiate between four G and five G. It's beamforming okay. or it's any it's any type of emission where I can cause a focused beam in air, which is a direct energy beam right. in air, which is direct energy weapon if I have a target yeah. to hit.
1: Okay.
2: Now the are call about machine to machine. But these aren't for machine to machine. These weapons have been developed to go directly to the vaccinated. So it's a weapons programme. It is for the depopulation I mean, we've got the intelligence talking about how many people they intended to kill. No. so i mean it's not as nice if i'm making it up i mean i didn't make up the numbers you know the intelligence document numbers to show mm-hmm. how many people are attempting to murder
1: yeah <laughs> and actually can i ask you too mark, uh, with the ULEs and the road user charging obviously there's a really strong push for the complete prohibition of freedom of movement and now with the direct energy weapons and smart cities i know i've heard you describe a time where you believe that if they don't want you to, you won't be able to step outside your house without the threat of these weapons being employed against you. Why don't they want us to move around? How does that work in yeah, this? Yeah,
2: yeah, they need to get people off the land. You see, they haven't got all this equipment. It's not ubiquitous right across the whole country. It's mainly in cities. So they need yeah. to create a narrative to get you off the land, to get you into a cityscape so they can do the extermination. Yeah. Now, they can probably sweep up. You know, maybe it's a half a million people or something around the country. But they kind of sort of, you kind of just start running around the countryside to chase after five or six million people. It's not going to happen. Right. So they had to come up with a very sophisticated way. So they terrorise the population, come up with some, you know, there's some type of virus on the land, you know, kill all the birds, get rid of all the chickens, destroy the food production, get everybody into a cityscape. And then once they've got you in there, vaccinated, and then they can pull the trigger, and then they can just exterminate everybody in there. And also...
1: Sorry, Mark. That's, again, that's the climate narrative here. We're seeing that here with managed retreat to get people into smuggling.
2: Got to get you in the the city so then they can incinerate you. See, once once I get enough people in the city, I can kill a lot of people, and then I can set fire to the city. So I can Mm. burn the city at the same time as filling it full of dead bodies
1: wish I could say I didn't believe you, but (laughs) now, one thing I like about your information and your rhetoric is that you go to that place of addressing the spiritual war aspect of all of this. Now, personally, I don't believe you can understand or effectively fight the New World Order without understanding that, and and I know many won't agree with me, and that, that is fine, but even if we don't believe in God and the devil, they clearly do, and they've made that abundantly clear their opposition to God and everything good to invert everything good and i've never really believed it was solely about I think money Satan's um,
2: government showed sure yeah. that's why i
1: so, so, yeah, never thought of that um, actually can i get you to elaborate on a statement you made which i think is actually really important you talked about how we're not so much witnessing depopulation as we're witnessing the scheming of an immensely powerful cult could I please get you to talk around that for a minute?
2: They're all cults. Uh, the only way you get into that, you know, people talk about the glass ceiling. You get through that glass ceiling, you've got to like to have sex with children, abuse them and murder them. Torture, I call them the kitty killer club, okay? It's the kitty killer club. If you want to get up with the, up, uh, out of that uh, glass ceiling, you're in the kitty killer club. Most of these individuals are cult members. Now, I know a lot of people will find that extremely difficult. Probably mm. if you went back 50 years, it, it wasn't as pronounced. This has went on for thousands of years by the way. Thousands and thousands of years we've had elites who unfortunately have got a very very distasteful uh, appetite for children. Why that is, well, you'd have to ask them but unfortunately this cult now is in a position where through the internet etc people are starting to understand who these people are, like Hollywood. Hollywood, a Hollywood stick is a wand the magic wand then you see Hollywood, it's where the magic's made. If you look at all the symbols and signs, the Apple, Apple computers, the bite out of it, it's the first sin. You then start to look at Chrome, Chrome, all of the technologies that are in Google, et cetera, they're all demonic. They've got demonic, satanic uh, connotations, all of it. Religions, most religions, at the top of the Catholic Church, right, you've got the images of Baphomet. So, you know, we've been hoodwinked for many, many years, and a lot of these elites, it's like a secret little club. Yeah. You know, it's like one of these sort of little secret uh, public schoolboy clubs where nobody really knows what's going on, but you see they sign off to each other all the time. I was talking about 33. There was a girl in the paper today, she was in the Harry Potter films, and she's talking about, she's off, it's her 33rd birthday, and guess what saved that? Saturn. So, you know, I mean, they're just basically signing off to each other across the world. But you see, in the prophecy, it says, this is how we identify who our adversary is. These are Satanists. What dealing, you know, Satan's not bothered what the colour of your skin is, what your religion is, what language you speak, as long as you do his bidding. He's not interested who you are, what religion, whatever. And it 's the same as what we should we should be exactly the same, and go, well, we fear the Creator, all right, God created it all. Satan just wants to turn it all into an absolute disaster and kill everybody right, because the believers you see these elites these elites aren 't going to survive what 's coming at all I mean that 's why I was laughing about it. they really? think think about it you 've got you 've got groups of them who think we 're going to go down into these sub subterranean uh and will be all safe and that. Can you imagine? So you've got some, some <laughs> entity that's planning a six billion extermination across the world, and you're going to trust them to go underground with them. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, couldn't uh, make this door. No. They're yeah. going to kill them. I mean, all these mug politicians, right? You get these politicians who are pushing this crap. Do they think they're going to survive this? They've got no I chance. I mean, what's the point of having... <laughs> The Satanists, right? Let's put it like this, right? A lot of the people in the cult, right, probably hate me. But you know what they hate even more? The servile people who serve. It's like, you know, the old vampire films, you know, where Dracula, Mm. you know, his little servant that he had, the little servile one that runs around doing everything for him. That absolutely, at least we're a bit of a, we're a bit of a, a bit of an adversary. Exactly. Yeah. A bit of respect
1: there. I believe that. yeah. Yeah.
2: Absolutely, they hate, they absolutely hate. I mean, I've seen it where you've got senior people where, you know, you've got people where they've got this, you know, the brown, what I call brown noses, they've got like a brown patch on their nose. And these elites absolutely detest them so much. I mean, you know, you can understand where they're coming from, you know. It's like all oh, the mask wearers, you know, do as your tools. Just be a good boy. Do as you have to. Get this. We've got a medical experiment here. You need to get one, get two, get three. I know they might not work, but you better just keep on taking them, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've just got, unfortunately, a large proportion of the population, right, who haven't got the brains they were born with have been indoctrinated. And does not about education. Mm-hmm. It's about an indoctrination yeah, plan. It it look how many, how many yeah. doctors have shot and are dead? I mean, these are guys who are trained in medicine. I know. And they've actually been bogged in, in a medical experiment. I mean, well, uh,
1: It is unnatural. It is uh, it's an unnatural delusion. That's pretty clear.
2: No, no, yeah. no, no,
1: no. You see the distraction, division, propaganda, but it all seems to be leading to this ultimate goal of inversion you know where it's insane to ask whether a vaccine's safe before you pump it into the arms of your children but it's perfectly sane to deliver your child to hospital for irreversible sex change surgery you know it's just an incredible inversion yeah yeah
2: the whole thing is run by a bunch of satanist demonic forces Mm. and the servile population who just go along with it and do as are told I can tell you now, their life expectancy is going down. As every day goes by, more of them are dying, and a lot more of them are going to die until they either awake or following rule. If you want to follow the Pharaohs, believers, you're only going to die. Simple. Yeah.
1: Anyway, Mark, if we could just swing back around to these technologies, that's okay. I've heard you talking about soft kill and hard kill. Would you mind explaining what you mean by that, please?
2: Yeah, the, the equipment, if our blanket coverage, one of the aspects of 5G is basically blanket coverage with radiation. Now, your government will tell you that this radiation is perfectly safe, nothing to worry about, nothing to see here. However, that radiation is toxic. Okay, it's biologically toxic. You have a number of different defense mechanisms against it, but it is deleterious over time. It's accumulative over time. And this is the aspect of 5G. So mass densification of antennas, you see all the antennas popping up all over. They're putting them on top of streetlights, on top of, um, you know, telegraph poles, put them, di- just put them anywhere. Yeah. You know, you get, you get the uh, telecommunications companies now are putting in wi- wireless, they're putting in wireless and removing, uh, wire communications networks, which are, Pretty safe after the Second World War. We had what you know, we had um, walkie-talkies. We had uh, microwave communications networks during the Second World War. And after the war, your telecommunications companies, because of the effects that it had, the deleterious effects it had on soldiers, they came back and put telegraph poles up the and they stuck it in a cable, put in a wire for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's less problematic. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, they decided to just go full. Uh, Rambo, a full wa- full wireless, right, so let's get rid of all the cables and let's just get fully, I mean they're talking about power emissions now where they're going to send energy <laughs> one place to another so you don't have these horrible uh, high powers, <clears throat> these overhead cables, which don't look very nice by the way, and aren't very protective if you live underneath them, they're pretty toxic and they do increase your leukemia risk <clears throat> anyway, they want to get rid of them, want to just be able to fire radiation in air from one from a to b anyway not a very good idea extremely dangerous so we keep getting told that this is safe so the more densification you have that's what i call soft kill because what's Mm going to happen it's going to reduce your life expectancy it's going to increase your cancer risk it's also it's an immune system suppressor Mm -hmm. so all of the other illnesses and sicknesses that you potentially would get like flu pneumonia uh, Corona-type symptoms, anything like that, you're going to get a lot more of it because, because that's what... It's not funny. It, this is what... It, this is what you, yeah. It's so ridiculous. I know. It's funny, yeah. you know, I laugh about it because it's absolutely... It's mind-bogglingly, ridiculously Jeez. stupid. You know, the willful ignorance of these idiots who are putting this yeah. shit up. I mean, yeah. your council. You see, for instance, if you contact your local MP and you say, look, I'm concerned that you put this 5G on, and I know everybody got what you all said was coronavirus, this virus that came from China. <laughs> Is there not some link between the 5G network? Because we know that electromagnetic radiation causes uh, pneumonia, blue-type symptoms. Is there not a link there? And they'll come back and tell you, look, <laughs> it's scientifically impossible. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see it scientifically, but all the science shows that that's not the case. The science shows the exact opposite, (laughs) right, (laughs) the exact opposite. The mechanisms, the mechanisms of people developing uh, pneumonia and flu type symptoms, well, I pollute the environment with radiation, and you then get, like, a flu type or a cold type or a pneumonia type or something that's possibly going to kill you, and it has killed lots of people. But you see, I said this in 2018. When you get this deployment and the, and the switch it on properly, they're going to kill a lot of people, and have killed a lot of people. A lot of people uh, in New York, um, New York's a horrendous place to live, Manhattan in mm-hmm. particular. L- massive amounts of radiation there. Antennas yeah. all over, blanket coverage in the whole place. How they're still alive? I'm pretty well. I'm I'm not surprised because of what we really are uh, made of. You know, you're a light. Radiation emission, but the amount of uh, mortality, uh, the mortality morbidity rates in New York must be catastrophic. In fact, in the early part of the pandemic, the planned pandemic, when they switched to hydrox, the there was a uh, there was a, a an E and E specialist consultant, and he said the people are coming in to these intensive care units are suffering uh, pulmonary edema it looks more like altitude sickness than you know like a cold or a fluid type thing well unfortunately if i want to cause pulmonary edema flooding in the lung i'll just take you up with a load of radiation and your blood your your lungs will flood with um, fluids uh, and causes pneumonia type uh, issue so we know it's electromagnetic radiation, all the science shows it's electromagnetic radiation, and they switch it on at the same time. Do you think that's a bit of a coincidence? And then they go, (laughs) and your MP, your local uh, whoever, will go, it's uh, scientifically, it's just, it can't happen. So you've got these mountains of scientific published peer-reviewed papers you send to them, and they still ignore it, which shows a complicity a willful ignorance and complicity mm. in the genocidal yeah. agenda, in the, the depopulation agenda. Yeah. The hard kill mm-hmm. hard kill is where it's 5G gets a little bit more surgical. Now, how it gets surgical, I can basically, you know, slanted coverage and see the whole, um, you know, I can watch ear, a body. A body moving through a microwave radiation field where I'll see attenuation, where I've got a signal, a radar signal pumping at them, and I'll get some type of reflection. I'll get an attenuation in the body so I can basically see them. But it's not a very good picture. Not a very good picture. Unless, if I fill you full of nanoparticulates, metal nanoparticulates, like graphite ferrous oxide and gadillium and materials of that ilk, uh, then, I get, then I really can't see. I get a far better picture. You know, I'd be like watching, let's say you didn't have that um, that technology injected into you, then I would be looking at your very grainy old. you know, when you had the old TVs years ago where the signal wasn't very good and you've seen all these shadows. Yeah,
1: a bit like a barium meal, you know, when someone has an X-ray and they have to eat the indicator. A bit like
2: that. And then what happens... You then, so if I all of this stuff, then consequently what happens, I'm going to see if, in a fall, I get a higher resolution. So, you know, for me three-dimensional stuff, I'm going to get a higher resolution. But what I'm definitely going to get a higher resolution for is if I want to fire the weapon at you. Because, acting as an antenna, you see, when you, get a, when you get an antenna that fires a signal, a receiver, another antenna, right, will actually affect the patternation of the emission. Okay, it's one of the things we don't try to They tell. tell you about this inverse square law, then it's perfectly safe. No, it isn't. If you're an antenna, like a lightning rod, you know how you you see lightning hit the uh, lightning rod, and it goes. Hmm. Well, that's what, we, what we are. <laughs> the antenna's got. <laughs> yeah. Panic the vaccine, by the way. Doing panic. And get it. You, you can mitigate it. those things you can do to uh, get rid of the crop they've injected into you. But the most important thing, get rid of 5G. 5G is a target acquisition weapon system. Masquerading as a telecommunications network, it yeah. can kill you. Can you say that again? It's a, it's a target acquisition weapon system. Masquerading as a telecommunications, telecommunications network. That's all it is. And it's here to kill you. It's never about telecommunications never ever never ever. It
1: ever be such a thing as 6g mac
2: no no yeah this right like, i've seen some of the 6g stuff and i've read some of the documents and all they're really referring to is 5g the whole energy in the body the battery it's all that's 5g and you see if you listen to the, the world economic forum right who are pushing this they'll tell you no more g's after five, no more G's, and why would that be? You're going to be dead. <laughs> Good point. Going to be dead. So, so no, 6G, what acting's things happened? You're getting some people who are getting themselves excited and they've started to talk about uh, sixth generation because they realize that people have understood that 5G is extremely dangerous. Uh, people have got something, you know, they've probably watched the 5G Apocalypse documentary and then all of a sudden now oh, got this 6G, so 5G must have been okay. <laughs> It's a total industry bullshit narrative. Sick so again, people talk about it. It is non-existent. There is a protocol for 6G. It's the exact same. It's just to add on to the 5G. The 5G, I was listening to Oh no, 6G is all about uh, the energy that the body's going to create to create its own communications mm. network. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's what I heard.
2: It's in the 5G protocol. It's in 5G.
1: And if you listen yep. to
2: the World Economic Forum, there's no more G's, and why would that be? 5G is the pentagram. It's the sacrifice. If a satanist is going to murder be. you, all right. Sorry, if a satanist is going to get you as a willful participant in your suicide, because <laughs> right? that's it's all about the sacrifice, and you've got to go willingly. Like,
1: well, that's right. That's the part of the sacrifice, isn't it? You've got,
2: got to, to go willingly,
1: willing. Yeah, invested is you in this you thing. You've got to
2: wear the mask, wear the mask, and let them exterminate you. But you see, that extermination's got to be done on a pentagram, and the pentagram is 5G. Penta-G. Five grams. Okay, so the mm. pentagram says no 6G. 6G will spoil the black magic, you know, because this is a, it's a black magic spell. And that's why most people can't get it. So when you tell them that they've put up these massive increases in radiation emitters and then the government go, oh, no, it's perfectly safe. Everybody goes, oh, it must be perfectly safe because we've had some pathological liar who lie to you about weapons of mass destruction, they lie to you about, um, you know, thalidomide, they lie to you about asbestos, they lie to you about smoke and the lie all the time. They're pathological liars and they tell you, these pathological liars go, uh, no, no, it's perfectly safe. And everyone goes, oh, yeah, it must be safe because the government says it is. Governments have history for lying.
1: Just a little, If yeah. anything comes
2: out their mouth, they're like snakes. Not to be trusted. Why do people trust them? This is this is one of the things I can't get my head around. The government go, all right, we've got this pandemic. Why believe it?
1: I honestly think it's that 2 Thessalonians 2.10 thing. You know, they're given over to the grand delusion, the pharmacia deception, because they didn't love the truth. If you don't cleave to the truth and love it, and you stray even one degree, after a few miles, you're going to be out by 50 degrees, and before long, you'd be completely lost. Exactly. You know?
2: Yeah, yeah. To me, it's a black magic spell. When you listen to these characters spell it, you know, like, say, Boris Johnson.
1: Reminds me of the 2012 Olympic Games opening ceremony. It was all about COVID, but it was all about black magic and Boris Johnson was there even though he was nowhere near Prime Minister. It was just out the gate of black magic stuff. I heard you talking actually about how in the last couple of years, it, um, and I know this will sound about off the wall to a lot of people, but how a sacrifice has to wash its hands multiple times and walk around in a circle, wear a mask. And allow itself to be exterminated, and I mean that's what we've been doing for exactly
2: couple been, of years. Exactly what they have been doing. That's why whenever <laughs> I went in any of those buildings, I would always go the wrong way. Never, did, never did as it was told. See, you get near by this sacrifice. They'll kill you. They want you dead. You have to remember the intelligence documents. If you look at the the Kissinger report, right? The secret, the the Kissinger report. I was done for the UN. They're going to depopulate. You see, they have to kill you, and they're going to go for people in the West because they want your money as well. So not many people got a lot of cash in some of these third world countries. So what they're going to do is invite them here, then they can kill them a little bit easier, because the equipment here in the West, they've deployed the weapon in the West. And they want to attract as many people as possible so they can exterminate as many as possible. And they're going to have to come up with some quite interesting narrative to get you to take the shot. Because what the can do, if they pull that trigger, the surgical weapon, the hard kill, they pull that trigger and they miss Two, three, four million. I mean, it'd be catastrophic, by the way. That's why the equipment's all there incinerate as well. So you kill, incinerate, decimate. Take out the buildings. You know, the bomb, New York, Manhattan. have got enough energy in that city now to blow the city into smithereens. Just like the aftershock, electromagnetic radiation pulse aftershock of a nuclear bomb. The mm. amount of power that they have there is, just, I think it's ground zero. I really mm-hmm. do. I mean? think New York's going to be the test, the test bed. Probably blame the Russians for said, out said a nuclear mm. bomb. It just mm. not all the buildings down. One interesting see, you've got to remember: these satanists, these cult members, have got nothing to lose.
1: That's right. They have
2: already attempted to murder you. Yeah? I mean, they've been getting away with it for thousands of years, torturing and killing kids. Mm. Yeah. Now what's happening, it's starting to become a little bit too, you know, you've got the Epstein thing, you've got the list who was on the Epstein island, mm. you've got some of the royals right. who have been involved yep. in this, and then all of a sudden it's going to be dug away, dug away, until people realise that they like They'll to be exposed. drink children's yep. blood.
1: And you've got Epstein's brother running Humpty Dumpty Institute, r- reporting to the CCP and, uh, you know, working with the Biden administration and that it's just,
2: Sorry, it's another side well, it's that, all, it's, you know. It's all, it's all, that, well, all that all in, the whole, the, you know, the whole climate change. If I want to change climate, right, what I'll do is I'll bring in ionospheric radiate as chemtrails. See uh-huh. the chemtrails every day you only have to walk out and look up.
3: Yeah. Uh,
2: also, in a cityscape, you bring in massive amounts of antennas. I mean, the antennas in Birmingham, there's 107,000 um, 107, 000, um right. Transmitters. The 25. The issue they're, 20, they're not. They're, they're, there's a bit of confusion with our legal team as well. The maximum exposure to is one milliwatt, mate, for no more than six minutes. I get a thermal effect, and that would put your life in danger. Okay. These are they, the 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 that 25 milliwatt, is 25 times the standard, like by well, the guideline. They're not, because the technicalities of it say it can be up to 100 milliwatt the lawyer, however, is setting 0.7 of a watt, which is 700 milliwatts. So, what? It's, seven, so it's 700 times the ICNIV guideline, right? And there's 107,000 on every single streetlight. Oh you see, you're taking goodness. power out of, this, out of the system, right? All of us trying to reduce electrical power. Anyway, they've taken electrical power. Out of the system, putting it into an antenna, and then spraying the environment with toxic microwave radiation. Now, microwave radiation, right? You can see what it does. Don't even like talking about microwave radiation because people sometimes think, Hang on a minute, I I used to be able, you know, cook food in a microwave oven. Obviously, they're pretty powerful, and they're in an enclosed space. However, those 107,000 transmitters, the energy has to go somewhere, it doesn't disappear, right. and it is absorbed by the body. So you get a one to two degrees centigrade increase in body temperature. You'd never notice that. People wouldn't notice, unless you're EHS sensitive, you know, you might have skin tingling, you might get tinnitus ringing in the ears. What do you think causes the ringing in your ears and the head? There's
1: a lot of that So you around. get sore
2: eyes, bad heads. Anxiety, yep. depression, skin problems, blah, blah, blah. But that's okay as long as they can just keep cooking. See the nerve guideline, they can only cook it. I call it a cooking value, by the way. They call it a thermal <laughs> yeah. temperature increase. I call it cooking. So that's put, they've got you on slow cooker, right, within their guidelines. But then hang on a minute. There's a bit of maths here that they're missing. So you've got. One transmitter that has a 10 mile footprint at 25 milliwatts, which is 25 times over the ICNER guideline. Now, a simple bit of m- multiplication would tell you if you put 107,000 <laughs> in a densely populated city and each transmitter has got 10 mile non line of sights. So that's a really interesting one. If it's got a non line of sight, what it means is it can fire directly through a building. Yeah? So it looks through it, because obviously it's urban radar, so it looks through a building. And um, guess what? Unfortunately for me in 2018, when I ended up being taken to court, where they tried to gag me over talking about how dangerous this thing was um, and the risks to the population, I didn't have the body count, but we've got it now, and it's called soft kill. So we've got an extra 2,000 people over, an extra 20% increase in all-cause mortality, Across that the UK, You've got to remember Absolutely. this is happening in cities. There's a lot of people still in countryside where they haven't got this crap yet, so they're not so bad. If you look at the um, if you look at the metrics, to so Hexham, Northumberland, which is a it's like the the uh, countryside part where I live,
3: mm-hmm. they
2: have the longest uh, life expectancy now. But guess mm-hmm. what? They haven't got a lot of this crap. If you're living in a city. Your life expectancy in London is going to be catastrophic. Measure the radiation levels in London. That's not very good. People will die, they get cancer. So you've got a cancer causing radiation emission that increases the temperature, which the know that extra two degrees, one and a half to two degrees extra increase. So let's say it's a lovely hot summer's day. Yeah, sunshine shining, natural occurring radiation's coming down. You're symbiotic with that. You're not with man made. Totally different thing. So you've got this lovely sunny hot warm day and it's getting a bit hot okay and they've got their transmitters at another couple of degrees onto it well what, hang on a minute what's this climate change thing they're talking about oh that's right so it's all predicated on the one and a half to two degrees centigrade increase that mm-hmm. they're expecting that they've got to they've got to stop your car they've got to stop your travel they've got to stop you eating they want to eat bugs you need to eat bugs can't eat meat you can't drink uh, cow's milk. You can't do anything. You've got to be locked into your 15-minute toxic radiation, uh, clean air zone, clean air, but full of radiation. You've got to go there, and that's...
1: It's insanity. You know what I mean? And it's a focal radiation energy? I don't know what I'm talking about there, but what was the it The
2: major has? differentiator between 5G... Look, the 5G antenna is a number of different technical problems. Quite a few. The main ones are densification, soft kill, surgical kill, directional mm-hmm. beams in air. The antenna design allows for so I can actually target yep. a choir and fire at a target. And if yes. that's you we are vaccine in, you're dead. And that's yep. what they're planning. And everybody yep. said I was a conspiracy theorist because I was explaining this in 2018. <laughs> and unfortunately, I think people... Well, I think about myself, I think, you know... Can this really, can this dystopian mass murder agenda really yeah. be true? The technicalities of the equipment, it's irrefutable. And that's why I got a result in court when the judge realised he read the right. skeleton argument that I put together in the court. He said, This is a democracy. 5G risk it must be debated. He says the public have a right to know. Mm. He actually also said I was an expert. Mm. So, that blew, that blew up in the Council's face. I got it removed from Gateshead, so everybody can get this stuff removed. You have to get it removed, it'll kill you. Well done. They're trying to murder you. The global elites, through a climate change narrative, are planning your extermination.
1: Yeah, people here continually, I mean, I get this all the time, people say, well, we can relax, you know. Even though every one of our councils are signed up to the Smart City Scheme, you know, first country in the world with that honour, Uh, A lot of people say, well, don't worry, we don't even have 5G yet. It's going to be ages before we get that. But um, is there any way – I find that hard to believe because it's the operating system of the city.
2: If you've got LED lights in your cities, you've got 5G. That's 5G. It's part of the 5G network. The most important thing, you'll find the weapon systems attached to your street furniture. It's either Telenza, Telestra, Mirflower. Lucy Zodian, um There's a load of different makes yeah? But if, if somebody wants to send us a picture If you send a picture to uh, mm-hmm. info at saveusnow.org.uk The political movement, that's another thing that's really interesting Political cover is key See a lot of things I talk about can be pretty stressful to a lot of people A lot of people get upset <laughs> yeah. People get very upset It's yeah. um, not
1: fun to find out you're a day closer to being
2: vaporized well, the well, the most important thing that people ought to take away, we win. It tells you in the scripture. I just, As you read the Bible, it tells you we win. And that's exactly where we're headed. We are winning already. They're losing the narrative. The are safe effect. It's not happening. And all I have to do is start putting my hands on, start arresting these criminals. The police aren't going to do it. Mm-hmm. The regulatory bodies aren't going to do it. You're going to have to do it yourself. You're going to have to arrest them. You're going to have to take them out. And if you don't, they're going to kill you. They're on a mission now where they've got nothing to lose they've got nothing to lose they've pulled the trigger it's all falling to bits for them like it's not happening but if you don't arrest them see we all have in the uk we have the right to arrest of an indictable crime what i'm going to tell you the equipment that's fitting into the street lights that is a future terrorist attack but they're going to use the directional capability of the weapon to take out they're vaccinated, they're going to kill millions of your countrymen, women, and children when they get the opportunity. We're probably a year to two a year away from that. I mean, they could pull it next week, but I can tell you now it'll be a partial kill if they start setting fire to your cities. Right? It's the equipment they've installed specifically to do that. They're going to burn your cities, they're going to destroy your food crops, they're going to kill you. The spray in the air with toxins to kill you, they'll want you dead. You have to realize. Yep. The existential threat that's mm. against you. We need to start yes. acting. Do. Can't just sit back. No. Gotta start taking. So, so, got so what
1: do we to do? I was thinking of the whole idea of imagining if you know 50% of each city dispersed into the countryside. That'd be something, wouldn't
2: it? Or- well, I think moving, moving. It, well, no, I think we're, we're a little bit early. I think you're gonna start putting a hand. Right. if you get a get a gang of guys, right, or ladies, or whatever. There's your law enforcement badges. Yeah. So uh-huh. save us now. Malachi 4, mm-hmm. right? It's in the Bible. Tells you we're coming. We're okay. going to rectify. We're going to we're going to stop this injustice and this mass murder event. So you get a few, get a few people, videotape it, and then you just go and arrest them. You get the uh, arrest pack. So the crimes that are committed. So they're no, we're all, we know they're all signed up to net zero,
1: mm-hmm.
4: right?
2: We know they're all signed up to net zero all put in this, the push that which is terrorism, that was in the telegraph, right the other element to it, so we know the whole, thing, the whole thing was a psychological warfare plan, but this is the big one now all your councils it states there that's zero is a Trojan horse for the total destruction of West society
1: that's in your newspaper?
2: That was, that's in the telegraph Aye, the oh. big, it's one of the top tele, oh, yeah, yeah, right. We don't get
1: truth like that in our newspapers over here, that's for sure.
2: Oh okay. no, the Telegraph are foolish. They are not, not tell the truth. Telegraph are terrible. They're one of the worst papers you can get nearly as bad as it. Well, it kind can't of get much worse than the Times or the right. Sun. Yes. That article there, right, is enough to arrest anybody in public life who is pushing net zero Okay, we've got all the evidence. Mm -hmm. Net Zero is World Economic Forum, an international terrorist Mm organisation. Net Zero is terrorism. They're going to kill you. They're planning to exterminate you. We've got all the documents. The 5G is illegal. They're allowing it to be installed. I can prove where they're getting the temperature increase, and I can also prove why they're trying to kill you. So, arrest anybody pushing Net Zero. It's a criminal offence. Get organised, get a videotape, get get the evidence packs. Of net zero being a criminal offence, misconduct in public office to commit mass murder. Gotta remember, we've got the body count. I didn't have a body count in 2018, I've got it now. You see, you have to have a mechanism to kill. For people to die, there has to be a mechanism. People don't just walk along the street and drop down dead. Not usually, but, no. you know, it's not, it's not. You don't die by magic. Yeah? Unless you're in African countries (laughs) and it's voodoo. I'm just kidding. Right, you can't die, right? There's got to be a mechanism. So what's the mechanism? Well, we know what the mechanism is. They've just installed it. They've installed the mechanism to attack. Now, Mm. they've seen a 35% increase in people dying in bed. It's
1: home. 35%? What?
2: That That MC? Outside house, good. Right, we've just checked. He's got a hundred thousand pound, or she's got a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand pound pension parts.
1: Oof. Well, she said something we
2: don't like. You're dead. Your family member goes into the bedroom, and goes, oh, Johnny's not waking up today. He's dead. You're not. W- that equipment, that equipment can see you in that bed, and it can stop your heart and cause an atonic seizure, and you're dead. Mm. So consequently, if you've been shot up. Make sure you get rid of that stuff, and especially the stuff in your streetlights, lethal.
1: Yes, great advice. Thank you. Well, Mark, I suppose we actually better wrap up there. Uh, But before we go, I'd like to thank you for for being compelled enough by your love for humanity and for God to speak out and speak boldly and plainly. Uh, I love your righteous indignance we need more of that especially over here we're a very compliant lot over here in New Zealand so thank you for sharing a little bit of that with thanks us for, today
2: thanks very much Samantha and, and you know let's get this out as far as possible and, and like I said you know you will not have to take my word for it um a lot of people find it extremely difficult you know the things that i that I speak about however
1: yeah, they it, are hard uh, to process very hard
2: to prove, but unfortunately, yes. unfortunately, the, the world's run by a satanic cult, and they want you dead. Even even uh, Putin, the uh, the president of the Russian uh, Federation, he's actually said, the West run by Satanists. Yes, and he guess what? It. I know. I mean, yeah, he, he absolutely
1: was. Okay, well, it's been absolutely wonderful to meet you. Thank you so much for talking with us today. Yeah, well, that's it? Okay, hopefully we'll talk some yeah. other
2: time. <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah. Thanks, Mark. Bye.
5: Hello, I'm Dr. Lee Merritt. You can find me at themedicalrebel.com. I'm also on Rumble at the Medical Rebel uh, channel. And this video is about parasite protocols, how to rid yourself of parasites. And I'm going to explain to you in this video why I think it's critical we all do this now, why it helps people with or without having taken the vaccine. And and I'm going to tell you the ins and outs and some of the subtleties of doing that. Okay, so I call it the parasite paradigm. A paradigm is really a, a way of looking at something. And the problem we have is we are living in a viral paradigm and we need to get out of that. That's a false paradigm. It makes you look at things the wrong way. It's like the magician that waves his hand over to the right while he's picking your pocket over to the left. In this case, they're killing us. So let's let's change our worldview a little bit. And I'm going to explain here why I think that's necessary and what this means. So I want to thank uh, my colleagues in the medical uh, freedom movement, I guess I would call it, Celeste Solem and Karen Kingston for her. You know, Celeste is a former FEMA. She's been doing a lot of work looking at the DARPA literature and, and exposing a lot of technology things. Karen Kingston, uh, Pfizer whistleblower. Uh, has been looking at old literature and patents and putting it all together. Um, the five docs, I think you all knew who they are, and we, we all talk about this every, every month. Uh, Brian Artis, who is a chiropractor that's been uh, instrumental in lots of good discussions about COVID, and specifically got me thinking uh, a little differently about parasites. So I thank him a lot. So here we go. Now, from the beginning, I never believed this was an airborne virus. I thought this was a contact poison or toxin. Keep in mind, virus in Latin does not mean little animalcule that flies out of your mouth and goes, and makes other people sick. Virus means toxin. We need to start, start changing our language to changing our understanding that when we get sick and we sneezing and wheezing and coughing something, we, we say we got a cold. You didn't catch a cold. You're toxic and you're getting rid of the toxins. Venom um, doesn't fit. I had this discussion with Brian Artis. Um, I'm not saying there isn't some part of this whole venom thing that fits in here. Certainly the Nicorette gum uh, is a good idea, but it's not the major causing disease. It doesn't fit what we saw clinically. If venom were the problem, then children would have died and adults would have lived. That isn't Right. Now, the other thing I realized that there was a problem about was this mRNA technology, besides all the literature that showed how dangerous it was, how 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 bad it was on all the animal studies and was still bad. By the way, they're still doing animal studies for cancer therapies using mRNA and the animals are still dying. Don't think that's past tense. It's just too expensive. I, I mean, they claim that the one mRNA technology they've actually gotten to market was a technology that was um uh, for some ophthalmologic issue can't remember what it was but it was for some ophthalmologic issue and it the cost was in 2 in 2018 the cost was almost a million dollars for a treatment how did they suddenly within 2 years w- supply billions of doses at less than $30 a dose you tell me that doesn't make sense so there are things that don't make sense with what's happening here then we started seeing this and i'm going to play a little bit of this video this is a video that dropped Um, from a compilation of different things, but it's primarily German researchers showing you that cancer is a parasitical infection. And these are not the only people that say this, by the way.
3: And in this video, we're going to show you the video microscopy of those microparasites, how they behave, and why there is indisputable proof that cancer indeed is a microparasitical infection, and that mainstream cancer research has not recognized it yet as such. And uh, this uh, theory was put forward by Dr. Weber and some other scientists from the Max von Pettenkoffer Institute, a very renowned institute in Munich, Germany. Uh, and unfortunately, has not gained much traction despite the proof that you're going to see in this video. So. Without further ado, let's watch the video and what those scientists have observed. And you can see for yourself and make up your own opinion and mind. And then afterwards, we're going to talk about some implications of that uh, uh, proof. And uh, some consequences that we can draw from it and how we should behave and how should we should treat cancer patients therefore. So without further ado, let's dive right in into the video proof of cancer as a parasitical infection. Let's go more than 30 years back in time. At the renowned Pattenkoffer Institute in Munich, Germany, three German medical doctors, Dr. Ubing, Schierz and Dr. Winter, were busy studying strange objects in human blood. They published their results in the renowned scientific journal Erzliche Praxis uh, under the title Unusual Corpuscular Elements in Blood.
5: Okay, so I'm going to stop there on the recording, but you can see that these people are serious scientists. They've looked at it. This has been going on for decades, and we have not been aware of it. I recommend you watch that whole video. The sound kind of goes in and out, but I recommend you take time and watch the video. These are the questions I asked myself why is cancer bursting out after people get the vaccine, Um, especially in the soldiers? So I was in the Navy for 10 years. We took care of young guys, you know, the 20 year olds, that's your standard patient. And when they showed up with cancer, it would be a single solitary cancer, usually things like testicular cancer that young men are more apt to get. But it wasn't that they had cancer all over their body. Now they take the vaccine and they have cancer all over their body, according to some of the, the doctors I've talked to in the military. Now, this goes along with the, with an idea that it's can, if cancer is parasites, these are guys that have been out in Afghanistan and weird places, snooping and pooping through the brush on the ground. They may come from farm country where they were, you know, around animals, and they've probably got a pretty good dose of parasite load. And now their immune system's damaged by the vaccine, and the parasites all break out at once, giving them this multiple um, look of cancer. You see we we when we talk about something being cancer we just show we just look at an MRI and we see that it's got multiple white spots on this on the like either dark spots or white spots on the various different weighted images and we say well that's that's obviously metastasis because we think nothing else could do that because we're not thinking paradigm shift we're not thinking of of parasites okay why does autoimmune disease respond to antiparasitical drugs hydroxychloroquine's antiparasitical right but they give it as Plaquenil and they use it for rheumatoid arthritis and lupus. And why does it respond? And it responds for a while, but then it doesn't continue to respond. And, and I can tell you why that is. It has to do with the, the way you should do it for parasites. Then the real question is why do they hate anti-parasiticals? Why can't we find mRNA in the vaccines? 18 labs around the country cannot find mRNA in the, in the vaccines. And finally, I would say the parasite paradigm fits the religious belief of the psychopaths giving us this. I will tell you that the people that go back to the ancient times of the, the religion that goes back to ancient Babylon, um, this this actually is uh, an idea that from the Babylonian Talmud, they call it. And it's an, it's an idea that I'm not guilty if I don't directly kill you. If I tie you up, Uh, This is an example, I believe, directly from the Talmud, the Babylonian Talmud. You tie somebody up on the floor in their kitchen so they can't feed themselves and they die of starvation. I'm not morally responsible. But in this case, I didn't kill you. Your parasites killed you. I know that sounds a little odd, but I think it goes along with everything else of this whole mess. So here's my parasite worldview hypothesis. Okay. Parasites slowly increase in your body over a lifetime. The mother worm lays 20 to 200,000 eggs a day, and it doesn't necessarily need to be worms. These could be microscopic. If there are any general surgeons out there, I know what you're saying. I open up the gut all the time and I don't see parasites because these are intracellular parasites or microscopic parasites, And and they're not something that most people would see. Occasionally, you have actual gut parasites, and they are higher up where general surgeons generally don't go. You're mostly in the colon. These are in the small intestine for the most part. So over a lifetime, these egg sacs, most of them pass out of the body, but some of the 200,000 laid every day, go into your cells and become cysts. Okay. They're in cysts. They're walled off by the body as cysts. As more cysts are present, then it takes more of your immune system to keep them in check. And more of your immune system working to keep them in check means autoimmune disease. So what do we see? We see that you know, people have the cancer gene, but they don't get cancer at age 10. When do they get cancer? They still have the same gene. They get cancer at age 50 or 60 or 70 because now they've got this this their immune system cannot keep the parasites in check and they start growing and we see it and call it cancer. Apparently under the um and this is something I learned from Brian Artis, whose friend is a is a s is a serious 40-year uh uh Egyptian trained Egyptian uh, parasitologists and egypt egyptian parasitologists they're kind of on the top of that pyramid because no no pun intended because they know they have parasites they have all sorts of parasites and they're very astute about this right well he was talking to him one time and he and, and Brian said to him said you know i see when i look at a parasite egg sac under the microscope and i see cancer under the microscope they look identical and this guy just looked at him kind of wide eyed and said you know in 40 years of doing parasitology. I've never had an oncologist, cancer doctor, make that association. But in parasitology, we do it all the time, which says to me, they know, but they can't speak or they'll lose their funding. But as the autoimmune disease, as the point is, as you get older and your immune system is overtaxed, kind of like a computer that's got too many things running in the background, it can't keep these all in control. And then we start seeing autoimmune disease. And when you get a little older, we start seeing cancer. Now, this is like the Roman Empire. This is my my uh, metaphor. When the Roman Empire was small, the sentries could easily guard the empire. But as the empire gets bigger and bigger, then it was harder. You didn't have enough sentries to really guard the empire. And then my ancestors, the Goths and Visigoths, had they'd sneak in and then destroy things and wreak havoc. So that's what happens in your body. Your immune system just gets overtaxed when you get too many egg parasites to take care of. Now, um, the next point is, are, are, those are our parasites. What if we're dealing with a synthetic parasite? And we actually, Larry, uh, Dr. Larry Pilevsky and I talked about this way back. Notice the date on this. This is January, February, March, February, June, July 15th of 2021. We talked about the spike protein being a toxin, a synthetic toxin, a synthetic poison, not, not a viral agent. And, um, and so, that was what we were talking about then. But Karen Kingston has really uh, figured out a lot more about this. Now, what, what this is uh, one of my favorite people that is also one of her favorite people, Professor James Giordano. And I say he's our favorite, like, villain <laughs> scientist. I don't know him personally, and I don't want to say too much, but I'm just saying, uh, you know, this is creepy, bad James Bond uh you know dr evil stuff that is coming out here and here's what he's saying he's saying exemptions for health and routine experimental use may foster a gray zone within which investigations for viability and employment as weapons may be undertaken so he speaks in very flowery kind of convoluted english but what he's saying here is is that um you can't make a bioweapon a neural weapon and overtly do it because that violates the uh in, you know the ethical constraints but because we're you know, it, you know under the guise of of health and human wellness experimentation you can experiment on everything including bioweapons that's essentially what i think he's saying there now he gives a talk about the brain is the current and future battle space he says you can access uh assess and affect the brain and um that's what, that's what we're talking about here with synthetic parasites. These things go all over. And what is the point here? The point is that these things are made with hydrogel that is not just a uh, polymer that absorbs water like we know things do. This is a polymer that's cross linked that absorbs water that also is genetically engineered, that can reproduce itself, that can grow, okay? And it can respond to the uh, stimulus from the outside, including wavelength. That's called SMART- Genetically engineered hydrogel. Now he was a member of the neuroethics subcommittee, um, a member of this organization, IEEE Brain, and he, and he was the chairman of the neuroethics subcommittee. This is the kind of thing though that they have on their website: distributed wireless networks of myro- micro implants for neural recording and stimulation. So they always do it under the court under the guys of it being a disease, like we're going to treat Parkinson's. I can't tell you how many times I've heard we're going to we're going to solve Parkinson's. Well, what is happening with this vaccine? We're seeing more of it, right? We're seeing more ALS, Parkinson's, strokes, everything neurologic. Uh, just just um, uh, coma. I mean, just shutting your brain down. Um, Guillain-Barre. I studied in the Queen Square Institute of Neurology, and I never saw a case of Guillain-Barre. Eight hundred bed hospital of neurologic patients. I see it now. Okay. Now this is what Karen Kingston has come up with. And I think she's going to turn out to be completely right here that they couldn't make this work with biologic genetic material. They couldn't make the bioweapon that way. So what they did is they made an artificial hydrogel of this smart GE hydrogel. And it, it is, it is the spike protein. Now this is the picture on the right is what they call the spike protein. Um, you know, just actually just one little part of it, but this, you know, this is, the thing on the right is CGI. It's nothing. It's it's a, it's scary. Oh, spike protein. It sounds really scary. It's no more scary than my dryer ball that looks quite similar, only blue. But this thing on the left that the that this this hypodermic needle is pointing to, that is a nanoparticle bioweaponized smart hydrogel, and I think that may be what we're dealing with. It would also explain these big rubbery clots. These things are white and they make they they can make long clots now. What her point is, is that these things are AI created, and they may, in fact, be AI themselves. They may actually have contact with the mother artificial intelligence and bring that into you. But they're, they are acting like parasites, and they're synthetic, and they're controllable. So the spike protein has two configurations. In one configuration, it can't attack your ACE2 pathway. But given the right wavelength, these things conform to the other configuration. Now they can hook into your ACE2 pathway and make you sick. And they're made out of this genetically engineered hydrogel. So picture this. What could have happened and what I believe it happened without knowing this part of it, I believed from the get-go that this was a contact pathogen. So they're spreading this stuff in the air, the water, you name it. They spread it on surfaces. But then where they turn on 5G, people start getting sick because they've got this stuff in them and it reacts to it. It ju- now binds with the ACE2 pathway and it makes, makes you sick. You start losing your sodium. You start doing all the things we associate with the ACE2 pathway. And this does explain everything we see. Okay. Now, it's also these things are self-replicating, so it could also explain shedding. So this is my view of what happened in 2020 during the outbreak. First, you had on the left of this bell-shaped curve, phase one of the of the war against humanity here the bio war phase one was spread this gel around in wuhan and then in lombardy and then in new york city i can tell you in my state of iowa a friend of mine looked at the outbreaks of COVID and they came right along highway 80 up the which goes east west across the state right across the state in kind of a regular pattern these outbreaks went you know It wasn't all over the state randomly. It was right up Highway 80, primarily. Those were the big outbreaks, okay? And then they turned on the 5G in Wuhan and made it look really scary. But then I was graphing every day the death count, and you could see that the death count started to go back down in America and in other countries, just like a normal seasonal death season, right? But they then implemented these fake PCR tests to convince everybody that, oh, it was all over the place. It was getting worse, even in the face of diminishing death. Okay, it was getting worse and everybody had to be afraid. So the death count was coming down and then people were afraid. So they went out and got this vaccine that contained the same uh, genetically engineered hydrogel toxic pseudoprotein. And now they're having results from that. Now, there are also other toxins in the vaccine, including the graphene oxide, which we can talk about. But I don't think those are long term problems. Those are short term problems. I think graphene oxide probably gets excreted through the kidney. I mean, through the not through the kidney, through the liver, um, very much like carbon-60 does. So I don't think that's a long-term problem. But in the short term, graphene oxide damages you by stripping out the negative charges in the vascular tree and causing clotting, causing low formation and probably clotting. But those are the normal clots. What we're seeing later that the morticians are taking out of people are these big, whitish, rubbery, weird clots. That would go along with the hydrogel. Okay, and this is the idea that this thing is conformable. That it, that 5G makes it change in its uh its 3D sp- spatial shape, and that now can it hook in and make you sick? Because they can, so they could turn the so they can turn the disease on and off to some degree. And that oh by the way, and that depends on how many uh 5G nodes they have, right? So the solution to this is to not allow them to build a million 5G towers and, and take down the Starlink. And in the short term to do EMF mitigation, which I'm going to mention. But really the, the quickest thing we can do right now is anti-parasiticals. And that's why I made this 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 video. And now I'm going to tell you how to do it. Now here, here well, in a couple of minutes, I got this to say. So here's an, a, a picture of parasites in the bloodstream. The little round things are your red blood cells and the little purple things are stained um, those look like trypanosomes, but they're a small parasite, right? That swims around in you. Now, all parasites are not in the bloodstream. Parasites insist, and these are some pictures of insistment of parasites. Here's one in the muscle that could be like, um, uh, oh, there's a bunch of them that do that. But the, the classic one is the one is the pork tapeworm and the pork uh, uh, trichinosis parasite that can insist in the muscle like that. And then in the in the far right, we have a brain that has a, a a little white lesion there that's a parasitic cyst cyst in the brain and here's a guy that's obviously dead because this is a pathology specimen and this is multiple cysts in the brain that the most common reason for that is sister circosis, or it's a tapeworm uh, that's very common in mexico and in, in south america so that's that's what it does to your brain so the point is we have to not only destroy the the parasites that you could see in your stool sometimes, or in your blood, but we must destroy the cysts. And here's how we do it. So, oh, we need medicines. I love the fact that, you know, remember George Carlin used to have the seven words, dirty words you couldn't say on TV. And well, now you can say them all. But you cannot say nitrozoxin, chloroquine, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, fenobendazole, or chlorine dioxide. In fact, you'll go to jail for chlorine dioxide. So anything I say from now on is not meant as official medical advice. This is what I do for myself. If it's an educational program, uh, you can choose what you're going to do for yourself. Now, um, I to get rid of parasites. I did this. I used two drugs. I used fenbendazole, which is Panacur C. That is the common drug that people take to the, they go to the vet and their vet does for their dog worming, right? Um, we used to use that and we still do for farmers. They use it for cattle and they used to worm themselves, but unfortunately they're not worming themselves as much. Now, the other drug I use is, is nitazoxone. Now I'll tell you why I decided to use nitazoxone. I chose those two drugs because fenbendazole gets into the brain and nitazoxinide takes out Hydra. One of the things when I first saw that little creature that Carrie Made found under the slide that was moving, we both thought it looked like it could be Hydra or something like that. And I said, so I decided to look up Hydra. Hydra, it turns out, is... Uh, a freshwater parasite that contaminates people's aquariums and people use nitazoxanide to clean out the hydra in their aquarium. So I looked up nitazoxanide. It turns out it's a super duper parasite drug. It gets rid of beef tapeworm 85% in three days. I had a senior chief in the Navy with beef tapeworm. He'd been treated for years. He finally just named it the tapeworm because we couldn't get rid of it. I mean, it, this stuff is awesome. nitazoxanide. but get this. There are three drugs on the remdesivir trial in the, uh, in, at the NIH remdesivir. And then to make it look better, they added ivermectin or, and nitazoxanide. So I'd never heard of the drug until this whole thing came out and I looked up aquariums, but it's a great drug. So I, I started with fenbendazole because I had it available and I took, um, I actually took the animal, weight on the syringe. If you look at the Panacure C syringe, it looks like a great big plastic syringe, and you're going to squirt it in the mouth, mouth of your horse, right, or your cattle. So you go by weight, and I think it goes up to 1,250 pounds. So I've set the little ring to give me the dose for a 150 pound animal, and I tried squirting it in my mouth, and it's kind of okay. You can do it. It tastes kind of chalky, or you can put it in a glass of water. I like that a little bit better and just wolf that down, but however you want to get it in. It is extremely safe, They have done four grams of one-time liquid fenbendazole to humans and without toxicity. None of this stuff is highly toxic. It's very well tolerated, okay? Now, so that was what I did, and I used these two drugs. Now, here's how I did it, okay? And here's why. So the first thing you have to understand, and this is why parasites are hard to get rid of, is that you have a a mother parasite and you have baby parasites, right? The mother lays 20,000 to 200,000 eggs a day. While the mother is alive, those eggs don't hatch. But if you kill the mother, then you will have to then face the fact that all these, the mother gives out a hormone and now you're going to have to kill the babies and you have to dissolve the cyst. So there's a lifetime program here that this cyclic therapy. And so, use at least two drugs, so you're getting one into the brain at least, and you're getting one into the cysts, which is also, fenbendazole does the brain and the cysts, and nitazoxanide is the best for gut parasites. That's my personal protocol. You might be able to do research and find a better combination. If you have ivermectin, I know ivermectin works, but I don't know um, as much about ivermectin and parasites as I do about ivermectin and COVID, and you can look that up. Okay, so this is why you cycle the treatment. So, you start out with mother parasite and her babies, and the mother has laid these eggs and they're insisted in you. Now, the mother doesn't want to suddenly have to fight for a million baby parasites in order to not, uh, you know, in order to be alive in your gut or wherever she is. So she puts out a hormone that keeps the baby parasites from insisting into the into the or from coming out of the cyst and and joining her. Right. So she's by herself. She's laying all these eggs and these things are sitting in their cysts, but their cysts are getting bigger. I mean, the cysts are getting more numerous all over your body. Well, then what happens? Well, then we, we kill the mother parasite. And what does that do? Well, that makes the hormone go away. And what does that do? That makes the parasite now hatch out. Now, if you go too long before you treat yourself again you won't just have a few hatched out parasites you'll have more and more parasites until you're really toxic and that's a real problem and that's called a herxheimer reaction and if you don't get a lot of detail just, I'm, I'm laying it out. I hope to be detailed, but this is the biggest issue i got to talk to you about is why you have to cycle and how you cycle the parasite program. If you just take parasite medicine every day or once a week, it's not gonna, it's not just randomly, it's not gonna really do it. You have to take enough to kill the parasite, the mother parasite. Then you have to wait a specific waiting time until you do it again. And if you wait too long, you're gonna have all these baby parasites um, hatch out and then you're going to kill them at your nest next time you take the parasite medicine and you will not be a happy camper because what it does these dead parasites in your body will give you an IgE histamine reaction and that's what gives you cold that's what cold is essentially you're getting watery eyes sneezing um, and you can get muscle aches and pains and fatigue and you can feel like you have quote the flu but it's just dead parasites this is why we have to change our our speech because it's all toxins okay dead parasites are toxins okay so this is what happens so the key is don't wait too long now let's say you take let's say you take the drug and after the very first time you take the drug you start having this reaction then you need to cut down on the dose of the drug and um, go slower because or you have a rash people say oh, I took the drug and I got I got Um, whatever it was, whether it was chlorine dioxide or any of these drugs. I took the drug and I got a rash. Well, you can switch drugs, but it's unlikely that it's an allergy to the drug. What happened is you got, you're normally naturally allergic to dead parasites. That's what's happening. So every time you get a rash, think toxin, don't think disease. So here's how you cycle. You start with a very short cycle, okay? You're gonna take the drug for three days and then five days off. At least this is what I would do. Um, and then if you go too long off the drug, you may have a large hatch out. So you don't want to do that. So you take three, three days on. I took three days on five days off, and then I gradually lengthened my cycle. So three days on seven days off, three days on 10 days off. And then you watch for the reaction. Now I can tell you, I am up to three days on. I've been doing this for six months or more. I'm still not at a month because I was riddled with parasites three days on. And I'm, I'm 21 days off, but not quite a month. And even then, I'm getting a little bit of the sneezy, kind of not feeling great uh, reaction. So I'm staying at 21 days. I can live with what I'm getting. I can stay at 21 days, and hopefully I can and lengthen it out. Because once you get to three days on and a month off, you're on maintenance then. And, and if you're not having any symptoms, and you're, you've got them beaten down, and you're on maintenance, but you never stop. Uh, because you never completely are out in a parasite parasite free world, and especially now with the synthetic parasites, you need to do the short cycles for a minimum of a couple months in an adult. Um, what I'm telling you is for adults. So now, the next point is the EMF, and I I'm, I'm, I have a whole another video on my website on my symposium on how to be so healthy you don't need a doctor on my website and. Um, You can purchase the whole symposium where I cover all sorts of topics from diet to exercise, etc. Or you can just purchase the EMF portion if you go to learningforyou.org and look for the courses done by me. I also have others there. This is Sherry Tenpenny's site. And uh, it's, I think, a good understanding of EMF and how to mitigate it. Um, And... Um, you have a link to this site. I would go there because if you go through my um, my website, it helps us fight the war effort a little bit, but it also gives you the people that I really trust the most because they 've done bioassays. and I think I show it here. Let me just show you that maybe i don 't no no i don 't have that but they 've actually done what 's called the mold test, and they can show that the routers in your house, which are the worst, cause premature molding of bread, but when they put their their solution um, devices down by the bread, then it doesn't mold early. They've looked at the calcium channels that this affects. They've looked at blood coagulation. I mean, blood rouleau formation. They've looked at a lot of things and they can show you with bioassays that this stuff works. And that's what I, that's the only one I found. Now, if there are more out there, I'm glad to learn. Um, So uh, in summary, parasites are at the heart of this. This is how to do a parasite protocol Don't forget the EMF. And then the next thing to do is chlorine dioxide. And that protocol is on my website right there. It's a simple guide. Chlorine dioxide. I really love chlorine dioxide. But if you tell people to take it, you go to jail. So I wouldn't tell anybody to take it. But I just let you know, I take it myself. And I learned about this from Bishop Grennan, who's still in jail with his sons, two and a half years later for crimes against humanity. On the other hand, chlorine dioxide is used in agriculture. It's used in industry. Most of your food in the grocery store is treated with chlorine dioxide. Go figure. But so the, one of the problems with chlorine dioxide is that the 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 formulas and the way to do it was all created by missionaries all over the world. So it's kind of a hodgepodge. If you go to my site, I try and make it simple. It's right there. You can see it just below the X at the biomatrix. You'll see that chlorine dioxide a simple guide. So thank you for listening. And uh, please come uh, support the rebel shop and keep us on air and more to follow. Thank you very much. And thanks to all my colleagues that helped with the knowledge. We were the young
6: Americans, not for long, though, because young Americans are dying at alarming rates. What could have caused it? Were there any irresponsible, ill-thought-out policies introduced in the last couple of years? Let's have a look. (laughs) Young Americans are dying at alarming rates. Could this be a mental health addiction crisis? Could it be that obesity has gone through the roof? Could it be that cancer and heart disease diagnosis have somehow increased? What could have caused it? And was anyone asking about it a couple of years ago when some pretty wacky global decisions that have been beneficial to both state institutions and private corporations were introduced and may, in retrospect, have been ill-advised at best? best let's have a look at this harrowing and worrying story because if we're going to start meddling with whitney houston's driving idea that the children are the future we better have a bloody good reason for it
4: life expectancy for the average
6: american has dropped for the second year in a row it's now 76 years i mean what a downer as a sort of a headline graphic Shorter lives. When you think of how complex and convoluted news has come in recent years, the latest new trend is this crazy, pointless thing. Sort of weird TikTok videos and stuff like that. We're getting to the crunch now. Life's going to be shorter and worse. While life
4: expectancy fell around the world in 2020 because of COVID. Mm, yeah, we'll have a look at that. Other countries have rebounded in 2021. But the United States
6: continued its decline, hitting the lowest point in nearly two decades. How extraordinary. The rates continue to plummet. What's going on in your country, America? Let me know in the comments. Why is this happening? Are you concerned? This is a longer trend, is it not? And before you say he looks like he could turn into a werewolf, it's not even spelt like that. Absolutely. Uh, Our
4: problems really began back in the 1990s. Life expectancy has been increasing in all industrialized countries, but starting then, the pace of increase in the United States began to fall off. And then after 2010, it just stopped increasing altogether and plateaued.
6: What are the factors in that? Why is that happening? Here's some of my guesses before the expert answers. Terrible diet, terrible lifestyle, massive despair, big agriculture, big food, Bad media pumping us full of bad information. People being told that it's right wing or somehow fascistic to exercise, not eating local food, eating heavily processed food, living a life where you have no connection to meaning or purpose. Take it away, Doc. Oh!
4: Well, it's being driven by an increase in death rates in young and middle-aged adults, 25 to 64.
6: Not to mention that things get so desperate that people are ending their own lives.
4: And most of those relate to the problems of drug overdoses, suicides, alcohol-related causes. These are sometimes called deaths of despair.
6: Good news, everyone! We're managing to prolong the lives of very, very old people by uh, inobservable pipsqueak degrees. But deaths of despair are shooting through the roof. This is an area where I have some experience. I'm in recovery, as you obviously perhaps, I don't know, you might know, I'm in recovery for alcohol addiction and drug addiction and I've had a bunch of mental health problems. The reason people drink a lot and take drugs is they don't feel good inside and they're trying to amend it. There may be complex genetic and hereditary factors that I'm not experienced enough to understand. But broadly speaking, if society is bereft of meaning and tells you there's sort of little or no point to being alive, I think you see a steady rise in these kind of deaths and when you have a society where you don't feel invested in your community like you have any power in your own life where you live with a lot of guilt and shame and you're continually told that you're worthless I reckon that increases it I bet if they break this down further it's increasing in men faster than women that's one guess I'd be willing to make based on just sort of social trends I've observed and the groups that I belong to that deal in these things and that the remedy for it is going to be difficult to achieve because it's going to involve challenging power and current systemic models it's going to involve empowering people to run their own lives it's going to involve investing everyday life with meaning purpose and connection and it's difficult to do that when you want centralized authoritarian Dumb cultures of commerce.
4: But also cardiometabolic diseases like diabetes and other conditions caused by obesity.
6: Obesity, you say? Almost as if some cultural event made us sit on our asses for a long period of time, told us that exercising was fascistic and we should stay away from the vitamin D and natural immunity, and gave us rewards like donuts and fries if we took particular medications. Let's have a look. For decades, advances in healthcare and safety steadily drove down death rates among Americans. American children. In an alarming reversal, rates have now risen to the highest level in nearly 15 years, particularly driven by homicides, drug overdoses, car accidents and suicides. The uptick among younger Americans accelerated in 2020. Though COVID-19 itself wasn't a major cause of death for young people, another hidden contributor to the deaths of these young people is obviously poverty. Did anything happen to small businesses and ordinary low-income and middle-class families, blue-collar people? during the pandemic. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was where there was that wealth transfer where super elites gave loads of money to working and middle-class people and small business owners all hugely benefited from all of those policies. No, there was a wealth transfer of trillions in the direction of super elites. Perhaps contributing to the deaths of American children? Researchers say social disruption caused by the pandemic exacerbated public health problems including worsening anxiety and depression and more lethal narcotics also helped push up the death rates. Do you remember at the beginning of the pandemic we said, hey, let's have a look at who's dying and being most significantly affected by this. Not that all life isn't significant, because it is. And because all life is significant, let's have a look at the various likely consequences of the decisions we're making. What social disorders might this exacerbate? How will this affect addiction, mental health, obesity, etc.? Well, it turns out those concerns were valid and now demonstrably valid. Between 2019 and 2020, the overall mortality rate for ages 1 to 19 rose by 10.7%. That's significant. That's alarming, in fact. That is, this isn't scaremongering what we're doing. I think this is a duty to tell you that young people are now much more likely to die than they were before many of these measures were taken. I'm not saying that these measures are responsible for all of it, but if there's a 10% rise in deaths in young people, one would look at epochal events and significant changes in public policy, significant changes in diet and despair. I would say, looking at the fentanyl crisis, and in particular the fentanyl crisis that generated within the United States. I know people are very keen to draw your attention to the sort of cross-the-border issues, but I would say don't look at other poor people when looking what causes the deaths of poor people. Look at the actions of powerful establishment elites because power is the ability to affect change, obviously. And if you have no power, then you're probably not responsible. And increased by an additional 8.3% the following year. That's the highest increase for two consecutive years in the half century that the government has publicly tracked such figures. Do you remember during the pandemic there was a daily update when it came to deaths and hospitalizations, like a graphic running, like even when you're trying to watch normal television, like in the middle of, I don't know, the A-Team or something. We interrupt the A-Team to show you this red line. Well, although I think that's on the side of their van. You know, they were continually telling you about Covid deaths and Covid hospitalizations. This is- the first I've heard of this, this is important information about a significant demographic. Why is it not being reported in the same way? Could it be that these deaths can't be leveraged in order to generate profit or more means for regulation? They can't say, and because of that, everyone's got to stay in their house, because the conclusions here are we need to radically re-evaluate society, we need to have more meaning in everyday life, we need to impede the influence of big food and big agriculture, we need to break down the systems of control that have been negligent of these groups, they can't send you that message. So these figures are ignored. You've got a massive pandemic on your hands America and it's the result of centralised authority, it's the result of profiteering it's the result of nihilism and a lack of belief and a lack of faith and a lack of power in your own lives and a lack of love but that's not being reported on. Why? There's no money in it. Thank God it's not in my country. Other developed countries including the United Kingdom, oh, Germany Canada and Norway also saw a rise in some death counts among young people during that time. Covid, which surged to America's number three cause of death during the pandemic accounted for just one tenth of the rise in mortality among young people in 2020 and one fifth of it in 2021. So it's not COVID. Of course when this is reported on, I imagine they will try to present these statistics and figures in a way that makes it somehow beneficial to a pre-existing narrative and the conclusions that those narratives generally drive us towards i.e. more authority, more medicine, more bad food, eat this food, take this drug, take that drug to mitigate the effects of that drug and the side effects of that drug. It seems to me that what this culture requires is that each of us become a kind of a unit, a kind of organic blob that consumes bad food, then consumes medicines for that bad food, that consumes bad television and bad media, that's just on a conveyor belt. They're bereft of meaning, bereft of love, bereft of purpose. There
4: was something disturbing in the new data for 2021, Yes, it showed this massive decrease in life expectancy, but it also showed an increase in death rates in children and teenagers. And an increase of that size has
6: not been seen in my entire career. Can you imagine how they would have used deaths in children and teenagers during the pandemic? Why are we just learning about this on what seems like sort of a pretty minor PBS chinwag? You'd have got that stuffed down your throat like a Moderna booster if it had happened during the pandemic, if they could have tied that to COVID. This is the child killer. The sad news is the youngest and the most vulnerable people are being killed by COVID. All we have to do is change the word COVID to our current system. Them, and you've got a pandemic some would argue a much more serious pandemic this upward trend is the result of four causes suicides
4: homicides drug overdoses and car accidents mainly in young people 10 to 19 years old. These are not organic problems. They seem preventable.
5: Yeah, they
6: are preventable if you radically change the system and create inspiring, congenial, love-based cultures that mean that people have to be free and you'll have to prohibit the interests of a corrupt elite class of institutions that are marauding around the globe, profiting and using your taxpayer dollars to generate products and wars that ultimately may not benefit you. And seems could be contributing to your early death. Oh,
4: yeah, no, we're not doing that. This is not a microorganism. These are man-made pathogens. Unlike those other pathogens that definitely weren't (laughs) man-made. We're mocking! So it sounds like this is not a question about health care in the traditional sense, the thinking about going
6: to the doctor, going to a hospital. Well, health is about more than healthcare. Oh, really? Like health could be eating well, getting outside, exercising, your spiritual state, your wellness, your sense of meaning and purpose, your very essence and your spirit. All of us know that the experience of being yourself is entirely subjective. Like what is it like to be you? How do you feel when you wake up in the morning? How do you feel when you're doing your ablutions, when you're washing your body, when you're having your first conversation of the day? Are you lonely? Are you in despair? There's a reason for that. It's because you've been extracted from the conditions you were evolved for and plopped into a kind of zoological hell. Now, that's not to say that technology and civilization don't give us many benefits. It's obvious that they do. But where there are enormous biases that are there in order to facilitate elite establishment institutions, profit and authoritarian control, we should be questioning them. And these are, if nothing else, a huge spur to inquiry. And why are young people, children and teenagers dying? Oh, it's basically because of these systems that we're constantly critiquing. Should we do something about it? Obviously.
4: Dr. Stephen Wolfe from Virginia Commonwealth University. Thank you very much. Thank you
6: what I believe is that the solution is almost the opposite to what they're suggesting. Live healthy. Get outside. Breathe well. Eat well. Spend time in face-to-face communication with other people. Be cynical and circumspect about all the information that's given to you by mainstream media. Don't do what you're told automatically. Demand information. Demand as much freedom as possible. Demand as much democracy and as much meaning. Live lives of personal sacrifice driven by purpose. Reject your identity as a consumer. Embrace your identity as an awakened wonder. It seems to me that they not only want but need you sick. Unable to discern between truth and fiction. Nodding along as you're marched into endless forever wars that happen to be profitable. Watching bad media that doesn't tell you the truth and doesn't love you. Continually watching movies that undermine and negate your personal identity tell you that you've done something wrong just by being born. Take a medicine for this. Take a vaccine for that. I believe we should be more circumspect than ever, more awakened than ever, more cynical about media narratives than ever, more connected to nature and one another than ever. That's the remedy for that. We can only be inoculated against these narratives by personally awakening and then collectively acting. But that's just what I think. Let me know what you think in the chat. Remember, listen to our podcast. Join us on Locals where you can do meditations and get first access to the brilliant interviews that we do with people like Dr. John Campbell, Jordan Peterson, Eckhart Toll's coming up soon. You're gonna wanna join us and ask questions for yourself because God knows you've got to ask questions. In the meantime, if you can, please stay free.
0: You've been listening to Radio 5G, a production of CosmicReality.com. Thank you for listening.